Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Hey, thanks for joining me on Alex Garrett Podcasting. Firstly, thanks to Shannon Hoyt for joining my podcast and my vlog. I've not done a vlog in a while, so it's cool to get that up and running again with Shannon, WQOW Talent. Uh, remember, she made an internship and then became the anchor and field reporter and other TV roles. And so thanks for Shannon sharing your story with us, Shannon, here on Alex Garrett Podcasting. But I am burning up with a thought tonight. Who do you want to trust the process with? Who do you know that wants to trust the process with you? Why am I inspired to ask about that? Well, I saw on phony texts. Yeah, there's this funny little meme called phony texts. They do these fake text messages. But this one in particular got my attention. See, the texter was texting Elon. As in Elon Musk. And if you want to look inside the world of an entrepreneur, of a guy who just got in space, this exchange with Elon and the woman I guess he was interested in says it all. She says, I'm sorry, but this is not going to work. Keep in mind, this is all a joking text. Elon goes, may I ask why? She says, you're not my type. She then goes on to say, I'm not going to date someone who doesn't have money, a car, or a job. So imagine Elon Musk starting this whole Tesla project. Imagine Elon Musk starting this entrepreneurial job. Of course, now he is working towards space. Of course, now Jeff Bezos has reached the edges of space of course Richard Branson has reached the edge of space but all these three men that are almost like Howard Hughes accomplishing feats of aviation that not many humans can achieve without being a billionaire first of all the privatization of space is needed the privatization of space is needed to compete with the Chinas and the Russias and even the Irans of the world. So privatization is needed. The Bransons, the Bezoses, the Musks of the world. And I should say Musk has been in space, not him personally, but he's launched a Tesla a SpaceX into space. Roundly applauded last year for doing so. Very excited for doing so. I remember he was jumping out of the control room. And okay, I've I've had my beef with Elon Musk, okay? I didn't like that he smoked a joint with Joe Rogan. That was not CEO material. But if that's how he is in character and can get us to space privately fine. That's all cool. But here's where this is true. Uh, This whole feeling is true. I bet you the engineers of the world, the guys who are, and and the the sort of geeks who want to get things done, the 
P.T. Barnum's too. If you ever watched The Greatest Showman, what a what a movie! But for all these guys, and for creatives in general, finding someone to trust the process with you is a enormous task. Because, as Phony Text points out, they may not have the money, the car, or the steady job right now while creating. They might be in an office space with an Amazon background in their space. That's all that started from. For Bezos. But from that little office space that's at Amazon to now literally space... From Elon Musk, who, you know, I'll be honest, I don't know. I don't. We know he's worth $160 billion. But his story... His story probably is fascinating. Because, you know, he moved to Canada at 17. Then he went to UPenn. Then he went to Stanford. Then Musk actually... Helped form PayPal, which was bought by eBay. Then in 02, he founded SpaceX. So when all this creating was going on, do you think that he had people that liked him but weren't sure his trajectory? Do you think he faced rejection? Because as funny as phony text is, I think we got a real glimpse into what early Elon's dating life was. That he didn't find someone who would trust the process with him through and through. I believe that's the case. I know that Bill Gates met his wife way before creating Microsoft. And she probably trusted the process. His, his ex-wife now. She probably trusted the process big time. Hugely. Hugely. And so, find someone when you're on the verge of creating a 25,000 listening listen podcast when you're on the verge of getting to your goals find someone who doesn't bring you down but who will lift you up who would love you who would trust the process with you who when you bring up money literally says I don't care find that person not the one that says, you don't have a money, you don't have a job yet, you don't have an income yet, you don't have a car yet. And while they may have all three, it may not be to the person's liking. 
So, don't give up. Don't get discouraged by the people that won't trust the process. Because those who will, will make the process even better. Those who will, will make your journey even better. Phony text is right. You don't need that ish of someone who won't put all in when you're putting all in to your own life, to your projects, and to a loved one. The life work, the work life balance. How have we talked about that in this pandemic, right? Because your work and your life became the same because you were working from home. But Elon Musk probably was rejected. (laughs) And look what he did. That is my point. Trusting in the process means you have to get rejected. Or you have to find relationships that are tough to deal with. In order to find the better ones. Trust your process. Trust your livelihood. Trust your world. And you will weed out those who don't trust your process. And those who do. This podcast is a process. It's a work in progress. It's a becoming like a 30-year tour. Trust your process. Screw those who can't trust it with you. Because if you weed those out, those who want to be on this process, on this journey with you, will stick out like a sore thumb. And don't be discouraged. Elon Musk was probably rejected. That's all I want you to know. Elon Musk was probably rejected. Creatives get rejected. Don't let those rejections deter you from continuing to create. Because when you put out your energy, those who vibe with you will vibe with you. I'm sort of in the middle of that now. Those who vibe with you will vibe with you. Those who won't trust you on the process that you're going through will also disappear. Or God actually takes them out of the scenario. But don't let a no. Don't let a feeling of I'm not good enough deter you because you are good enough for the right people and Elon Musk probably learned that uh, Richard Branson probably learned that Jeff Bezos learned that I mean he started having an affair before the divorce I mean we have two billionaires that have divorced in less than two years because Things got sour. The Gates' divorce is a huge deal. But as I brought up before, we don't know what's in these tabloid-style relationships. We don't. But if they divorce each other, it means the process isn't being trusted by either party. If there's a divorce, it means... They've lost patience. And if you find someone that doesn't have patience for your process, 
ditch them. If you find someone that can't be on the same speed as you, ditch them. Because if they can't trust the process, if they can't vibe with you, don't spend your energy on that. Can you imagine if Elon spent his energy on rejection, he wouldn't have gotten into space. If Jeff Bezos spent so much time dwelling on the divorce and on the split, he probably wouldn't have gotten into space. And if you get hung up on the people that tell you, no, it can't be that way. No, it won't. It can't happen that way. No, no, no. Then you will not find a new door, an opening to a new kind of rhythm, a new kind of vibe. So let them say you don't have a car. Let them say you don't have a job. Let them say you don't have the money I'm looking for. It shows them, it shows you the person they are. F it. Let them say you can't date me because I have one leg. That shows who they are, not who you are. And who you are is going to be better in the long run. Who you are will be better because you've not dwelled on rejection. You've moved on from it. You've said, F it, I'm doing my own thing. And then you're trusting in your process. And the moment you trust in your process and not get hung up on those who don't, you'll be even better off. I'm almost at 25,000 plays. Do you think I want to dwell on those things that didn't work out on my way to 25,000? No. I think of better things to think of. I think of more interesting things to think of than the nose and the almost and the what could have been turn your what could have been into I know what it is that I want I know who it is that I want to be with they don't care if I have money a car a job they just like me for me and they trust the process I'm on. That's you got to deal with. There's a certain love to that trust too. Do these crutch handstands I do? Alex GNYC one, by the way. Uh, want to lead to something? Heck yes. Do I want to lead these things into better and bigger places that I'm speaking into existence on this podcast? Yes. Where I want to lead it to? I don't know. (laughs) I don't. But you know what I do know? Is that for as many times you can be told no, there's just that one person that would say yes and be on this process, be on this journey. And that yes 
is going to carry. And it's not about external validation here, okay? It's not about that. It's about learning as you grow. Who trusts and who doesn't trust in the process. And if they don't trust in your process, I don't believe they trust in their own. I feel like they're trying to live vicariously through your process. Don't let that happen either. They will go through their process. You'll go through yours. If the processes are similar, you'll know. You will 100% know. I trust in my process. I trust in the hard workers of my friends' process and colleagues' process. And I know at the bottom of all of us, we'll not only not take no for an answer, we'll take the no's and drop them like a hat and find the yeses. And I don't mean find a yes person. I mean, find a yes soul person that will say, I'm on board with what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Can we be part of what you're doing? That can also mix in the heavy waters. But it's okay. Because if someone doesn't trust in your process, just remember, phony text points out an incredible point. Those like Elon Musk have people that didn't trust in their process either. And who won in that battle? The person who didn't trust the process? Or SpaceX that literally went to space 10 years after the last NASA mission? Think about that. Elon Musk went into space 10 years after NASA and he did it effectively and well and he even dropped like this space station or whatever on a barge it exactly engineered it perfectly for it to land back into space that had data on it come on you're gonna hook up get hooked up on a no well probably Elon Musk had no's and no way we're investing with you. Look, getting an investor, a podcast sponsor, a, any kind of sponsor is tough business. But he didn't let that stop him. He grew Tesla. He grew SpaceX. He grew it to the point where he's in space now. His company's been to space. So don't... Feel bad over hardships. Push through them. Trust your process. And those that trust with it will gravitate.
and will gravitate to you. It gravitated to Elon, and he could take that gravity and defied it by going to space. So, I said earlier, don't take no for an answer. Let me rephrase that. Take the no's and turn them into yeses with someone better. Elon probably took the no's with someone else, with someone, and turned them into yeses with others. I guess Grime is his girl. I think he has a kid all the way. But if you can take the no's to the yeses, that's better off. All right, so tomorrow's the 20, the uh, 31st anniversary. Of the ADA. And I had Sam Tavares on. I love talking with Sam. And there's a lot more work to go to. So tomorrow I'm talking about normalization. Normalizing. Disability. It's a tale as old as time. But it still needs to be talked about. Because there's so much more normalizing to do. 31 years after the ADA, there's still so much normalization to get done. And I don't want to talk about that. Tomorrow. The 31st. of the ADA I think we've come a long way I mean look I haven't been on the battlefront for fighting for the ADA but I know that people have been and they've been doing it well very well and they've empowered people to not let their disability stop them And we need those voices to continue to convince each other. Each other is in the ability community that normalization of disability isn't to be intimidating, isn't to be afraid of. It's to be normalized. It's to be accepted. It's to be Really, 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 really honored and acted on. Because if 31 years later, you could still see a job market that doesn't have the disabled community. If 31 years later of the ADA, you still feel like there's a long way to go, you're not alone. And smashing stigmas and normalization will help us get moving forward. And that's the fact. I'm Alex Garrett. Alex Garrett Podcasting. I will see you tomorrow.
for discussion on the ADA and where we are now. I'll try and find some statistics for you. But normalizing, no. Normalizing getting rejected. That's okay. Because it just makes us stronger. And maybe we don't ruminate on it a lot more. When we push forward. Have a great night. I'm Alex Garrett. Alex Garrett Podcasting. Talk to you soon.